Operating Corporation to join us to talk about a few things here. And you're focus on the supply issues that have been causing the spike that we've been seeing in prices overall. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Yeah, you see that, I mean, you're talking about the market's down 400, but you're seeing oil prices continuing to rise. And the reason why is because of, you know, obviously supply and demand, but you're seeing the supply. Even Pioneer came out last week and said, we've got 360,000 barrels a day that we're producing we're not going to continue drilling. We're afraid that if we do continue to drill, that that the foreign countries, OPEC, Saudi Arabia, and Russia will punish us in the future. Why? Did, why? What do we mean by that? Well, that's because if the if we continue the shell revolution, which we won't, because of the drilling, we need drilling to do that. We need capital to do that. The capital just isn't simply there, and if it's not there, right. A lack of investment in the commodities, energy is going to cause it's going to cause prices to go crazy next year. Oil and gas yeah. prices are going to continue to go up. Oh, and the the word crazy doesn't make anybody feel better because as we take a look at this, right, we're getting news from OPEC Plus, Jay, as we're looking and getting OPEC Plus sticks to the plan for gradual oil output hike price roars higher, right? The spikes that we've been seeing as they stick to this output increase, because the truth of the matter is they're trying to balance out the phasing out of 5.8 million barrels a day. So in the meantime, we have gas prices at seven-year highs, oil pushing seven-year highs, and you're telling us it's likely to continue higher. So the concern here is how bad will this be? Because you have Russia and China reportedly maybe hoarding some supplies. I mean, how bad could this be? Is this bad? Or as the, you know, demand comes back after the pandemic? Yeah. So with, with us in the United States, you know, we got up to 14 million barrels a day before the pandemic. That was our, that was our supply for the United States. We're not going to get there again. Saudi Arabia has already come on and said, hey, you know what? In 2023, we see an increase, a surplus of our budgets because they're going to keep prices higher. That's what everybody wants to do. This is the this is the time when families come in the oil and gas business, and the wealth generation starts now. In in regards mm-hmm. to oil and gas, there's been you know three other cycles in the in the in the in the world in the lifetime of, um, you know, 1949 to 60, the post-World War II, you know, there was that, that right, before, right after that was a, you know, huge commodity boom in 73 to 77 and 2004 to 2015 when your demand goes up. We, we need, as they're saying that now, we need 100 million barrels of oil a day in the world. Right. And it's going to go higher, and we're just simply not – we're not producing it. Look at rig count. Rig count was down 75% after the pandemic from 1,000 rigs to 250 rigs. It's not even halfway there now. We're not even halfway home getting to what we need in the United States because the more supply that we put on the market in the United States, the less the commodity prices are and the less your gasoline prices at the pump are. We're just simply not seeing it. And as we don't see it, prices go higher. This is when a lot of families make a lot of money in the oil and gas businesses. 
right now. It's going to, it's coming. Yeah, and you mentioned Saudi Arabia. I'm glad you brought that in. I mean, the idea here is that OPEC and the allied countries are sticking. It's a cautious pace, but the production heights, they're adding 400,000 barrels a day um, in November. The other thing I thought was interesting, as we are going to face these higher prices, um, you even brought up California in your notes, whether or not, as everyone is trying to move to a better world, right? We've seen the demand in nat gas, for example, um, also in Europe, as nat gas has been surging higher. You even talked about the possibility of rolling back some of the changes that people are hoping for because we won't be able to just meet them, right? Things have to change. And you mentioned California. Do you think anything, and it's been many years since they rolled back some of the regulations. Tell me more about that idea. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's what I was, I was, I was working out this morning. I was watching the, the oil spill off the coast of California today. You know, it's, you know, who, who wants that? Nobody. Nobody wants that. So what that means, in, in retrospect, commodity prices are going to go up. Now, I mean, you may think, and I was working out with my, my, my trainer, and I was saying, hey, you know what? What's going to happen there? And he goes, what? That's, that certainly seems like a lot of oil on the market. Or, you know. And I said, well, comparison to what we need today, it's minuscule. You know, of what? But what's going to happen is you're going to go back to California and Colorado right now. I've got an incredible project in Colorado, but I can't drill it because of regulations. You know, they're just saying, well, you've got to do this. We're not going to. Approve uh, your permits. California is going to be the same way, where they're not going to approve uh, permits, which you need a permit to drill and complete a well. But but they're not going to do right. it. And if they don't do it, it's like the pipelines. You know, there was another big yeah. billion dollar pipeline last week that got shut down, all because from Pennsylvania to New Jersey, 130 or 40 mile pipeline shut down. Well, that yeah. And I know, and I know, we saw the UK increasing use of natural gas too. I mean, as I was talking about this, this is your business, and this is why we are so happy to have someone like you who's on the inside track, seeing the demand, which has now really had a resurgence after the pandemic, seeing the prices on the rise, and what needs to be done going forward around the globe. It's a global story, Jay, and I'm so glad you were with us today. And so you'll come back and give us some updates. But as you said, you see these prices heading higher, even though we're really pushing at these seven-year highs. Absolutely. Great to see Russia you, Jay. doing nothing Thank right you. now, but just holding back on their inventories because they know we need it more. And, and, and as the demand comes back, our supplies aren't there, prices go up. And when that happens, obviously, you know, we're paying more for the pump. But I'm telling you, it's going to be a great time, you know, to look at your, look at oil companies, look at see who's, who has a lot of less debt in the markets right now? And who's drilling? Yeah. Who's increasing values? Because those companies are going to do extremely well. And I know that's what your readers, you know, that's, that's what they are really wanting to know, your listeners and readers and everybody with you, because that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. It's going to go up. And as it goes up, the way to make money is to invest in oil and gas. We have listeners, we have readers, we have viewers, and we have fantastic guests. Like you. 
All right, even your trainers listening. J.R. Young, thank you so much. I'm glad you were with us today to really break down this oil story, which energy was the one sector that shined last week, right? Again, it was the only sector that had an up arrow in all the sectors that we follow. J.R. Young, nice to see you. Founder and CEO of King Operating Corporation.